What's up, everybody? This is a special weekend preview of the Next Guy Up podcast with Zach, Tens, and myself, Mason. We have a jam-packed episode ready for you guys. We're super pumped. We're going to just start out with, you know, talking with the boys, and then we're going to transition over to your weekend recap, breaking down all college football mm. and NFL. We also had quite a bit of injuries Uh and just hit Tinsley, you know, right in the stomach, right in the gut over the weekend. But he'll be fine. He'll walk it off, just like just like Trevor's been doing. And then uh, we'll end the episode with some best bets and our famous trademarked uh, "never be replaced." Next guy up, parlay. Mm. We uh, now you're welcome to all of the listeners out there that faded our parlay because you actually cashed so you're welcome faders yeah congrats to all the faders out there where did we go guys how did how did it go it's tough yeah uh make sure that you uh clear your throat right into the microphone zach that's that's what that's That's mason's favorite thing um (laughs) all right I know you said we're going to do intro. I saw the injury report thing. Uh, yeah. I don't want to talk about the injury report. Uh, Trevor's <laughs> fine. He's fine. I uh, don't know how. This is now the third time he's been folded up like a pretzel and looked like his whole career was about to get over. And then he's just like, oh, I just have a nice. sprain. He's fine. He's. I think he's going to play this weekend. Um, I don't endorse that. but Wow, you heard it here first, folks. Insider he's, knowledge. He's dead set on playing and keeping his streak going. He's never missed a start. Um, it's pretty important to him. So, I don't know. I'd rather him not play. I It sucks that the rest of our team also got injured on Monday night and we lost to Jake Browning. Um, that was not a fun time for me. Threw over 300 yards, by the way. Yeah, that guy yeah. is kind of a freak, huh? No, sometimes our defense um, <laughs> just thinks they can walk out there and just win. Uh, don't take guys seriously. It's happened a few times this year where we just just mm. are like, oh, we can just roll our helmets out there and we're going to win. And then, uh, right, nope, it's right, not right. how it works in the NFL. If you don't come prepared, you get exposed pretty quick. And that's what I feel like happened to our defense on Monday because our offense was fine. Uh I mean, Vince, if, if our go de- ahead, I was gonna say if our defense does what they're supposed to do against a guy who's a career practice squad player, um, Trevor's not having to throw the ball with five minutes left. Which he was, we we're in the red zone when he got hurt. We we're about to score and take the lead back and probably win. Um, and then we left tackle steps on him, and it's the whole ordeal. Um, so yeah, I just mad at our defense. I'd like to just not watch them right now because I'm very mad at mm-hmm. the defense. So I'll do this just for research for our fans, all NFL fans out there, just the loyal listeners. If there's any left tackles out there that want to step on my ankle 
we'll see uh we'll see how bad it actually hurts and yeah. how much of a champ this guy actually is because that looked like a season ending injury i thought i was literally apologizing or not apologizing but i was like feeling bad for tinsley i was like it's over it's done yeah, yeah. you had players you had players go down to pray like there's people that thought that it was over yeah and well, then he's looking off. by the way before you get started can we get this man a cart? Okay, Colin Cowherd. Um, so Trevor <laughs> talked about it in his press conference today. Uh, he even called out Colin Cowherd saying, we have carts. He said, I didn't want to be a distraction on the field. We were trying to win a game. I was already right next to the tunnel. So I just said, forget the cart. I'll just walk. And then he mm-hmm. did say, he said, as I was walking, uh, I guess my adrenaline came like, stop pumping and uh it was a longer walk than i wanted it to be and uh i realized that this hurt and i was walking for a long time but i still just said (laughs) forget the cart let's just go and i didn't think there'd be cameras everywhere he's like that was dumb i should have known he's on an nfl team (laughs) he he's like i they're always filming i don't know i don't like all he doesn't like all that kind of stuff so uh, I know it's fun on Twitter. The Jaguars don't even have a cart for tri- no. We have carts. He just said, "I'm good. I let's just go. I don't want to stand here and wait for it." Um, so yeah, him and Christian Kirk both refused mm. the carts. No one had anything to say about Kirk limp into the locker room. It's just because Trevor's the quarterback. Everybody wants to freak out. Everybody's so you have to out. have you have to have Adam abdominal muscles to like tear them so i'm good like i won't have like any i don't have that and yeah i don't have abs so i wouldn't be able to like tear i'm just kidding everybody i do oh okay we'll just brag some more (laughs) i'm just kidding i literally don't i can't do a sit-up sir abs a lot over here abs a lot i don't have well everybody's born with abdominal muscles if you don't not me yeah, me either. Zach's not. Body built by Chunky Monkey Ice Cream. <laughs> you did break that out over the football game. You were yeah. his lucky go-to. I, I've I, They haven't had it in Walmart for two months. I've been mad about it. I've had to make special trips to Kroger, which I don't like going in there because everything's like $3 more expensive. Uh, but they had Chunky Monkey. It didn't work. Well, actually, it did work because it was when we were down and I was eating it and then we took the lead. I shouldn't have stopped eating it, but I got full. Um, that was my mistake. So I the st- injury is your fault? Is that what I'm hearing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'll take <laughs> I'll take 5% of the blame for that injury. I'll give okay, Trevor just, my ankle if he needs it. Like, you he couldn't keep it. stuffing your face for the sake of the team? <laughs> You're a coward. You're right. How much blame is a left tackle? Uh, 100%. Actually... <laughs> Not to go super nerd football on everybody. It's like 80% because he got bull rushed. But the other percent is the rookie wide receiver who took over Christian Kirk's spot because he ran the wrong route. And you can see that's who Trevor's yelling at because he's telling him, he's like, you have to pick a route because he was waiting. He was trying to throw him the ball and he wasn't looking. And so you see Trevor freak out on him. So that's that's who he was yelling. That's who he threw his helmet at. It wasn't because of the injury. Dang. It was because he was mad that he was about to have to miss the rest of the game because our dumb rookie wasn't paying attention. But that's your rookie wide receivers for you. Tough. 
So that's the injury. Oh, I did have one more note about the injuries. So if Trevor doesn't play this weekend, four of the seven uh, current playoff teams right now are going to be playing backup quarterbacks. Four of the seven in the AFC. Wow. That's wild. It was just backup quarterbacks everywhere all year. And then that's not even including, like, I mean, the Jets are in contention. um, Which is wild. Steelers. Steel, steel, uh, I think they still technically own a playoff spot. Um, okay. They got Mitch in there. Yeah. And then the Colts with Gardner, uh, the the Browns with Joe Flacco, and now CJ so Method. Yeah, that's crazy. So I do have a stat um, as well. Stats on stats. Uh, <clears throat> so if you had to guess, Trevor avoided a season ending injury. If mm-hmm. you had to guess how many NFL starting quarterbacks had a season ending injury this year. Mm, I think the, I saw the number season um, ending. I think yes. it's seven. Is it seven? You want to guess Zach? Are we counting Aaron Rodgers? That would be a starting quarterback that had a, well, as of right now, mm-hmm. yes. Season ending. He's not, he's not coming back. Says um, who? Says this guy. The science. Hmm. The science. I think he's back. Um, I work in a physical therapy clinic. Work there, and everybody's like, he would be insane to try to come back, unless he didn't actually tear his Achilles. <laughs> Ooh, it's all fake. Okay, you want to guess? Six. Five. Damn. Mm. We have Joe Burrow, Deshaun Kirk Lockett. Cousins, Daniel Jones. Anthony Richardson, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wait. I can't count. <coughs> Deshaun Watson, six. Okay, you were right. Six quarterbacks. I think I I think I didn't count Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> so right, that's your... So. He's back. There you go. He's back, baby. So six quarterbacks. I feel like I want to look the stat up. I, I actually tried to, and I couldn't find it. I wanted to know what the all-time record for the most starting quarterbacks is. Because you can't put in injured because quarterbacks like miss a week. I tried putting season ending and I couldn't find. I guess they don't keep up with a stat like that. That's kind of a weird one. Yeah. <clears throat> so, because mm. you could be season ending and you're literally playing your second to last game and have a season ending injury because you're literally two games left, or you could be week one and have a season <laughs> ending. So it's kind of different. But it's anyways, true. yeah, yeah, it's no, true. There's, there's been a lot of. A lot of big QB injuries. I think that's adding to the – I mean, if you look at the playoff picture in both conferences, it's pretty wide open as far as – a few. I mean, there's a few teams that have things locked up essentially, but outside yeah. of like maybe the – or not – sorry, not the Rams. The 49ers – I mean, the Eagles really isn't locked up either. It's a big game this weekend. But, um, yeah, no, there's uh, – like it's the Dolphins, the 49ers – and the Chiefs pretty much are the three teams that have their divisions locked up. Every other division is pretty tight race. Um, so all these QB injuries have made the season a little, little interesting. Because normally by now things are like pretty set. Like you, you know your playoff teams. The AFC especially like four. Yeah. Because now the AFC South is kind of a little bit more up in the air with, with Trevor losing probably missing a few games. Um, 
the Texans and Colts were right. Seriously. Oh, did we freeze up here? We did. Okay, so let's keep going. Let's go ahead and transition over to some college football. Zach? Well, first of all, we can give an update on um, our parlay. Yes. uh, Our mega parlay that we took. Uh, We we cashed that out over the weekend. Um, And so I think we can officially give that update now. Uh, Of all the options that we took, uh, one of them ended up hitting... That was obviously the one that included Alabama, Texas, um, Alabama, Texas, Washington, and Michigan. And so it paid out a decent bit. We all got to split it. So that was pretty fun. Uh, we had, it was just kind of a fun little uh, way to make some money. We all put our money in and it, it cashed out about $780. So that was a pretty fun little payout for basically free money. So that was pretty cool. It made a conference championship week pretty exciting for us. We got to root for some games. We got to which which conference championship uh, weekend all was very exciting in and of itself. Uh, there were some great games, uh, especially obviously the big one was uh, Alabama and Georgia, which came down to it. But at the end of the day, Bama played much better than I thought. Obviously, because I I bet Georgia um, and Bama played their way into the playoffs uh, and what really ha- happened there. So uh, I would, I honestly didn't think they had it in them. I thought Georgia was going to just take over and they never did. Georgia just didn't play super well. And so uh, that's what happened. Um, obviously we had an enormous amount of controversy, maybe the most controversy ever for um, a college football playoff decision like this. The Florida State being left out despite going undefeated was a very controversial uh, decision. Probably the best one when you when it all shakes out, especially looking at some of the odds and some of the some of the things that are out there right now. Bama coming in with the four seed, having to play Michigan. Uh, what do you What do you guys think about the decision? Do you think it was the right one? Do you guys think it's unfair to Florida State? Any Any thoughts on the matter? I don't think that it's unfair they do have like in their bylaws that if a, a key player is injured that they can affect like the uh, the committee's decision and letting them in uh when you lose your mm-hmm. start quarterback who is i mean yes they have a great defense but i don't know it's you had a really good bama team who beat the number one team in the country you have a michigan team yeah. who dominated their conference all year washington undefeated who beat Oregon twice, who's a top 10 team, and then Texas. Yep. Texas, I think you can make the argument that Florida State should have been over Texas, I think, over – like I wouldn't put Florida State over Bama. But I think Texas and Alabama were like a package deal at that point considering Texas beat Bama. So I think once Bama <laughs> – I think once Bama got in, the committee was like, we can't put Texas in because then we're just really going to open up a can of worms here. From some things I, I read is um, the Saturday night before Selection Sunday, they were doing voting, and the committee basically came down to like a dead tie between Alabama and Florida State taking the last spot. And uh, they they kept voting, and it just kept not being close, like so close they couldn't decide. And then the next morning, they came in, re-voted, and it, it went Alabama's way. So 
I think that head to head between Texas and Alabama made a big deal. Uh, was was a big part of that process, and then I think just understanding that currently uh, Florida State's like a fourteen point underdog to Georgia, right? Uh, in their New Year's Six bowl game is like, I mean, what what would have been their their line against Michigan? It would have been probably similar, at least probably double digits, uh, if not more. And so I just think knowing that it's really hard to say. Well, they deserve it. You got to put them in there, knowing that the ratings are going to be super low for that game because it's, no one's going to care, if, especially if it's a blowout. Ratings right. for Alabama, Michigan are going to be so much higher than anything. So, not that ratings matter. And if that was my team, like I keep thinking about last year with Tennessee, if Tennessee hadn't lost the South Carolina game, but if if the committee decided to not put him in because Hendon Hooker got hurt in the South Carolina game, I would be dev- like that would be devastating just to think. Well, we we deserve to be here, but we're getting not we're not getting it because of our quarterback got injured. Uh, so I I do understand all of that. Um, another thing that's come around because of it that I've heard talked about a good bit is um, Florida State has has had this interesting relationship with the ACC also, mm-hmm. and I think this is starting up some of the conversations of like, do they does ACC really not have the juice to like get Florida State into the playoff? Um, is people look at the ACC schedule and be like, mm, it's not very good. Especially now that uh, out of the four teams in the playoff, two are going to be in the Big Ten next year, two are going to be in SEC next year. Um, and thinking about that dynamic of, we're really going to have two mega conferences when it's all said and done. Yeah. I mean, really and truly. It's going to be like, I think it's going to become a much different dynamic in the in, in the college football world of, we have these two big conferences that all of the good teams play in, and then everybody else is just kind of floating around. So, I don't know if they make a big third conference or if they try and want they try and jump into the two big conferences or what. But I know that teams like Florida State, Clemson, currently are left out of some of the big conversations because they're not going to be one of those two conferences. So, that will well, be an interesting storyline to follow in the next year. And they're well, they're kind of locked in too. They've got a really bad TV deal. Um, They've kind of all pulled in together to try to make themselves a power conference back in Clemson's hey, Clemson's heyday, and yeah. so now so now they're kind of just stuck. And I think it's very telling that no one joined their conference. Everyone went to the yeah. Big Ten. Everybody went to the SEC. Uh, I mean, ACC got what like I think Cal or Stanford or something like they got. Did they actually join? I don't. I don't know if that even actually that happened. happened. I know. I, I know there was like a rumor that Cal wanted to join. That's wild because they are nowhere near the Atlantic nowhere. coast. Right, exactly. They're in fact yeah. on the Pacific coast. <laughs> right, exactly. So I do think – I think eventually it is going to just be – like we're looking at an NFL situation of NFC and AFC. We're going to be looking at a college yeah. situation of just two real big conferences that have sub divisions in them. Which I don't know if that's if that's the best direction to go, but no. um, I mean it is a bummer for some of these schools who are getting left behind, who are who are kind of stuck now in this no man's land. Uh, like I don't know after all, every all the dust settled after the season, uh, some teams like Oregon State, yeah, who currently feel, is in kind of this no man's land situation. I feel yeah. bad. I like Oregon State. I like rooting for them. I think they're a, yeah. a good program. They've done well in the Pac-12. 
and not just football, they've done well in basketball and some other sports. Um, so I feel bad that they're like, I don't, they have no home because the Pac-12 is just going to dissolve or it's just going to uh, take in the Mountain West, which those are just not, they're not big teams. Yeah, the, the motion for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. It just it stinks for teams like that. Washington State's another one. Washington State's another good program that's done very well in college football the la- in the last little bit. Like, mm-hmm. sure, they're not a playoff team, but they are a good, solid program that puts out players in the NFL and puts on good games. And now they're just kind of being pushed to the wayside. So I did hear an argument about. Uh, the fact that the conferences are going to get an automatic bid into the playoffs, mm-hmm. uh, some the big conferences, and so it is kind of an argument for like the Big Twelve, because like they're sending one person to playoffs, no matter what happens. Yeah, you know what I mean. So even if they even if they do not have a playoff caliber team, somebody's going. I mean, ACC oh. is the same. So. The Big Twelve, uh, though, I mean, yeah, they lost. There, there is an lost. automatic bid from Big Twelve and from ACC. I mean, the Big Twelve lost Texas and Oklahoma; those are their big guys. But I mean, Oklahoma State's a very good program. They added in a Kansas. UCF. Yeah, Kansas has kind of really turned themselves around. Kansas State's been a, a good team the last few years. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they. I think didn't they add Arizona? Yeah, they got Arizona and. Colorado, or maybe mm. Arizona went to the Big Ten. I don't remember. Um, I I can't keep track of it. I it's a lot. Yeah, it eventually. Yeah, college football. It's. I'm glad they've got some downtime from now until next season because we're like with the portal yeah. and conference realignments and stuff. Like it's gonna just take a minute to just sort through this stuff and figure it out. There's gonna be so many graphics on every game of like here's all the different conferences now. Yeah. Um, well, so, so we can kind of uh, move through then. Uh, playoffs obviously are set, and so there, so that will be happening. Uh, there are some intriguing New Year's Six games too. We'll, we're going to break some of those down um, eventually, maybe next week. Uh, but in the meantime, there is there is a lot of stuff happening in the transfer portal right now. It is hot. Basically, every team except for those four playoff teams uh, have already seen a lot of action in and out. People who want better playing time, people. There's been a couple of really big names already uh, thrown out into the transfer portal. Uh, Some pretty unexpected ones. Uh, Some were expected, I think. Uh, The biggest name and the the highest rate player, Walter Nolan out of Texas A&M. He is into the transfer portal, a defensive lineman. Uh, He is from, uh, I think he's from Tennessee, actually, somewhere. And... Mm -hmm. There's been a pretty big push to get him. Bring into, him home, baby. Bring him home. Uh, ball orange. So uh, that one, that one's been a big name out there. Uh, there's so Riley Leonard, Duke quarterback. There's a couple big Duke players who are already transferring, obviously because they lost their coach. They'll all uh, be in. It looks like Riley Leonard. He'll be Texas A&M. Uh, uh, he, it looks like he's probably going to Notre Dame, actually. Oh, really? Hmm. Uh, it's what I've heard. It, that that's kind of the rumor right now. Um, I would say the the biggest loser so far in the transfer portal has been Ohio State. 
and boy, is Ohio 21, State imploding a little bit. Is it 21 players the last time I saw enter the transfer portal, Ohio State? Yeah, that sounds right. You're breaking up a little bit. Um, I don't know what's going yeah, on it's, here. Okay, Ten, sorry. Tinsley's Wi-Fi is doing something interesting. Uh, Ohio State has had an, an enormous amount of players, so I, who knows what happens. They lose one game, and all of a sudden, they're they're <laughs> it's 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 wild. It's like the team is falling apart. Obviously, Kyle McCord, uh, four star quarterback who played all of this year, was not excellent. Uh, I think he received a lot of criticism from uh, the fans. I think a lot of fans gave him a lot of grief, and he is transferring to somewhere. Uh, who knows? And so Ohio State kind of in shambles. They're all, they've lost a couple of other big-time players. Uh, their team is really just falling apart at the seams at this point. So Ryan Day does not have control of that team, and something bad is happening. A couple of other big names in the transfer portal. Uh, Brock Vandegrift, he was a backup quarterback at Georgia, is already announced he's going to Kentucky. So that was a huge pickup for Kentucky. Um, and then Dylan Gabriel, uh, big-time quarterback at, at Oklahoma this year, led them to that, that big win over Texas. Uh, he is also in the transfer portal. So we just ha- I mean, we have a ton of names already. Some huge quarterback names, especially. Uh, and after what we've heard some people say, it looks like they're, they're, they're trying to track down some big-time NIL money, uh, maybe a winning program. And so it's going to be wild to see how it all shakes out. I'm excited for it. I've, I've heard a rumor that the uh, the big reason a lot of the Ohio State guys are leaving is Ryan Day is shopping himself to some NFL teams, and he's trying to get a job over there. Mm. Hmm. Can't take the heat, huh? Yeah, you lose the Michigan a couple times in a row, and it's time to get out of Dodge, apparently. Tough. Without their head coach on the sideline. Uh, yeah, it's not a great look. What if Ohio State and Michigan both go, coaches both go to the NFL? Then I guess it's time for Iowa to shine. It'd be funny. Iowa will rise from the ashes. <laughs> uh, okay, last thing we'll talk about in college, and we'll move on to NFL. Um, obviously, the Vols got announced their bowl game. I know we have a lot of Tennessee listeners out there. So, uh, Citrus Bowl announcement. Uh, pretty big actually we kind of um that was that was a more prestigious bowl than a lot of people expected at where we ended up uh, alabama jumping up into that playoff spot really helped us a good bit uh and then there's three sec teams in new year six in new year six bowl so citrus bowl was a pretty big pool for us uh playing iowa 10 win iowa um are they actually good maybe not tennessee open or tennessee's about an eight point favorite at this point and so we will see kind of where that lands. Over-under is set at 36 right now, which is pretty high for Iowa standards. Um, who's going to play? Will Joe Milton play? Will he sit and, and let Nico play in his place? Uh, that's a, a question mark, I think, for everybody right now. How much of our offense is out there um, that's been playing? We had a lot of seniors. So we'll see what happens. I don't know if a lot of guys are actually going to the NFL this year, but some there's some that have the potential too. Uh, 
And we already have some people in the transfer portal as well. So like everybody. A good bit of Tennessee's secondary has actually jumped in the portal, which is odd. I don't know if they think they're going to get replaced, which they probably will because they were pretty terrible <laughs> and have been terrible <laughs> in the last like 10 years. Uh, but some some big names, uh, Warren Burrell being a, a, one of the big ones, have already announced they're in the transfer portal. Like we have like five or six guys and like four of them are all in the secondary. So hmm. kind of weird. I don't know. I saw Melton but, uh, uh, accepted his senior bowl invitation. So that's pretty big. As for Jermaine? Like, yeah, for him getting drafted and everything. That'll be a good, oh, yeah. good t- chance for him to kind of, I don't know, improve his draft stock. Because he was getting hyped up as a pretty high first-round draft pick, and now he's probably in that third to fourth round range. You think he is that high? He's got, he's got the intangibles that they look for. He's... Oh, Big does. athletic and has a cannon. Some coach, yep. some some coach will say, "I can fix him." That's that will be the thing. He'll he'll start out as a <laughs> yeah. He'll start out as a backup um, for sure. But somebody will take a chance. Probably the Titans. Yes, you. How many quarterbacks <laughs> you guys need? <laughs> honestly if the titans drafted joe milton they would be fans would be more mad than about drafting will levis i'll be honest with you um i don't know if any tennessee fan thinks joe milton will be a good nfl quarterback no. there's probably not a single one <laughs> maybe your dad your dad would root for him uh, i don't know you would root for him i mean i would root for him i think he's a good guy but i do not think he's an nfl quarterback your dad still um, thinks josh dobbs no. is a quality nfl starter hey Watch I've got, it. I've got a Super, Super Bowl, Bowl win future on them. <laughs> I also have a bet riding on them this week. So, oh. uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler Big Vikings alert. guy. Yep. Big Vikings guy. Yep. All right. Well, that's college football for you. Big weekend. It was it was a huge weekend in college football. We got a very soft week this week, though. Uh, obviously, not the only game on the slate. Army Navy. I will not be picking anything in that game because who knows what's going to happen. Uh, not me for sure. <laughs> Maybe the under. It was very low though. It was like twenty-seven points. Uh, they keep so setting it lower. Good every luck year. on that one as well. Yeah, shout out to Iowa hitting the under. By the way, that was zero points in the game. <laughs> First half and whole game. <laughs> so that's pretty good. I don't think you'll ever see a first half line of 0.5 ever again. That was their that was their team total first half. Line. And then it actually hit. It actually yeah. hit. It's crazy. Should have took it. All right. Mason, do we want to dive into a NFL the NFL recap? It wasn't really like a great weekend. Um, I don't think anything super exciting happened. Um, the 49ers got their revenge on the Eagles. They kind of been hyping it up all offseason. Debo Samuel had been talking a lot of trash and said, wait till y'all get us at full strength. I'll sh- we'll show you what would have happened. Well, he personally went off for three touchdowns and like almost 200 yards all purpose by himself. Am I breaking up again? Yeah, that, that game, that game started slow and then I look away and Brock Purdy threw four touchdowns took control of the odds on favorite for MVP, by the way, at plus 300. 
And I don't like that line. I'm going to be honest. I don't like, I wouldn't bet that right now. Um, I don't know who you can bet for MVP that, right now. Well, I have somebody, but I'm going to talk about that later. Yeah. Another, another little teaser there for you. Uh, yeah, they just look good. They just look great. They they start clicking, and literally, like you said, Debo went off. Brock Purdy went off. That defense stood its ground. So you're talking about, I can't wait. I'm more excited about the playoffs for the NFC, in my opinion. You think so? Than the AFC. But I don't know. I just think it's going to be a little more. I think they're both going to be entertaining. But that game right there, if we get a rematch... That's going to be a good one. Yeah. We've got so, in the chance for, know, we'll see. like, a chance for the Eagles-Cowboys round three because, I mean, they're playing this weekend. But, the, I mean, that the Cowboys, good. Cowboys have yeah. a great record, so they're obviously going to be in. Um, and then, I mean, those are probably my three, like, NFC teams that I think have a chance. Um, I don't think I don't think anyone else. A lot else, more going on with the AFC. Yeah, the AFC, I feel like at this point, anybody – could come out of the AFC. I don't think the Chiefs have as strong of a team as they normally do. Um, the, all the wild card teams, like it, it can change in an instant. We could have three different wild card teams in there this weekend than we did coming into it. Yeah. So, do you know which team controls their own destiny now? Uh, that would be the Miami Dolphins. For first seed, the Dolphins. I think the Ravens do the Ravens do as well. Uh, They do not because I so I believe that they play themselves so technically, but because the Dolphins have like the number one seed, I guess that's why they say it like that. The Dolphins jumped up three spots to get the first seed. With unfortunately, your Jags going down. I'm curious to see. So we got. Let's break it down real quick. Dolphins one seed at nine and three. The Ravens also have the one seed at nine and three. Chiefs eight and four. Jags eight and four. Steelers seven and five. Colts seven and five. And then you have the Browns seven and five. On the bubble, the Texans seven and five. Broncos six and six. Bills six and six. Bengals six and six. Chargers five and seven. There's still some teams in it, but we like the the Titans are and the Patriots are still technically in the playoff picture, like Hunt, but that's not going to happen. Um, so, what what what's some of your when you hear that list? What is there anything that stands out to you or jumps out to you? Yeah, I mean, considering all four AFC North teams are, I mean, the Ravens are still competing for the one seed, and then they've got two wild card spots. And then the Bengals are still hunting. Uh, I do think you're going to see a Steelers and Browns like fall off now. I mean, we got Joe Flacco starting for one team and Mitch Trubisky starting for the other. So I think you'll. I don't think both of them will make it. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if both of them don't. But I think maybe one of them will stick around in that spot. Um, the Texans, if you look at their schedule. Uh, it's it's tight. I mean, they could still win the. Getting a little nervous there, Tens. Well, they they have the Titans and Colts still. Um, I think they have the, the Titans Jets this squads, week. The Jets this Zach week. Zach Wilson led Jets. 
yeah, funny. Like, I don't know yeah. if the rumor's true that Zach Wilson was like, I don't want to be the starter again after everything that happened. Uh, but he's the starter. The, they said, too bad, so sad. You're you're going back to the starting job, buddy. Uh, so uh, they went from. I know we're getting off topic, but Tim Boyle, Boyle. being the starter to him not even being on a team now yeah, that they released they cut him. him. They cut I was him. like. I was like, was there some behind the scenes? Like, you know, it's just crazy. You don't see that where it went from like, you see a, it, them going to the bench, not them like being completely cut like that, starting in an in a NFL game and then just being cut like that. So pretty wild stuff. But I just, I'm really down on the Jets. I yeah. know you don't want to hear it. Maybe, how about this? How about I root for the Texans to be in the playoffs, but for them not to take your division home game but i just i'm a huge texans fan right now i have some random stats that i want to what what they've looked you just root for every team in the afc south besides your own team i root for the titans oh dang listen cj Stroud leads the league leads the league in yards per the game also a big colts fan also a big Colts fan, Garden Minshew, <laughs> and you know, no, maybe I shouldn't have said it like that, but they're just looking, they're looking good. Yes. Fun, go ahead. fun fact about your little CJ Stroud <clears throat> stat Uh-oh. leading the league in pass yards. You know who else did that one time? Blake Bortles. It's called garbage time yards. Everybody. Stat <laughs> padding. Still a stat. Stat padding. Any quarterback can do it. Any team can do it. I don't it. know who could have predicted the AFC South, though, what's happened where, like, the it's Titans true. are just garbage, but all of a sudden there's three, like, playoff teams in playoff contention this far in the year. It was, it was not supposed to be. Kind of far. wild that the Texans and Colts both. And, it's, and the Colts even lost their, their starting quarterback. They're out here 7-5 and five with Gardner, Gardner Minshew. I mean, that's pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, I know. I was yeah. supposed to be coasting to a division title right about now, and now I'm having to hope they beat each other up. Sweat it but out. Now, I'm like legitimately rooting for the Titans to up to beat one of them just once. Because we have well, the tiebreaker. Yeah, I know. We have the tiebreaker right now. I mean, the Titans would have won this last weekend if y'all didn't get two punts blocked. You know who I'm It's an extra right point. Now. And, yeah, I'm a big fan of the Indianapolis Colts. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Missed an extra point that would have that would have won the game. Yeah. Zach, Zach literally asked if we're currently tanking right now. It kind of looks like it. I'm gonna be honest. This the way that the Titans lost was was just the most ridiculous way to lose a football game. <laughs> Tragic. And <clears throat> like by like with two punt. Did you see they fired their special teams coordinator it after? Sure oh, I missed extra that. point. Yeah, the yes. block punts and the extra point. Yeah, and you're out of there, buddy. <laughs> that was it. I mean, they Jack. lost the game on those couple plays for sure. Um, Derrick Henry didn't play a lot of the game as well uh, for a maybe supposed concussion situation. And all of a sudden, Titans, their season is gone. I don't know. The team is uninspired. Jeffrey Simmons is out for a few weeks. I mean, it, it's over. Season's over. It was like three weeks ago. What it already mean? was, but after seeing this, the effort this week and and the, the way this game ended, I'm I'm done. Might as well tank. Just tank. <laughs> That's fine. We'll draft another quarterback. That eats we're gonna like- draft Joe Melton in the third round. 
<laughs> that eats like mustard in his tea or something like that. <laughs> That's wonderful. Okay, so are the Patriots bad tens? Uh, they're it's a real his- question. They're historically bad. Uh, they're going to get the, the. I mean, as of right now, they're going to have the first or second overall draft pick. So. Are they going to draft a quarterback? Probably not. Bill Belichick will draft like some linebacker we've never heard of. It's true. Well, here's the thing. If you would have listened to the Next Cut podcast before the season started, I literally was on the whole let, Mac Jones is not good. This team is not good. I cashed my ticket already with – and we still have games left, but the under on the touchdowns, um, there's no way he's getting to that line. I don't even remember what it was, but with him like being benched at this point to Bailey Zappi, uh, this team's just bad. And Bill Belichick, I'm going to say it, retire. Just retire. We all know that you, your, all of your success came off of Tom Brady. It's obvious now. Just retire. You're done. You can go... You know, do whatever you want. That's not football, but just just retire. That's all I got to say. But yeah, the Patriots are bad. Wow. Thank what you. Take. Thank you for that. I think it would be poetic if um, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban retire at the same time. We can have a joint yeah. retirement party. Like the rest <laughs> of the world have like celebrating. That the two people who have ruined my entire life up to this point are finally retired. (laughs) It almost be like New Year's Eve where there's like fireworks going off and everybody's like celebrating. They they coach their last game and it's glorious. They can even, Nick Saban can go out on top this year. I just need him to go away. Life would be better without Nick Saban in it. Yeah. Bill Belichick, not as much recently, but there was a time when I was like in in middle school and high school. And it felt like Bill Belichick just beat the Titans every year in the playoffs. It was like, there was a couple years in a row where he was just the arch nemesis and we never could do anything. So more recently it's like, man, Titans aren't really very good anyways, but that's my take. Sticking to it. That's his take. Okay. So matchup of the week. We ready? Let's do it. Tens. You want to start us off? Yeah, I got you. All right, so my matchup of the weekend, I flip-flopped between a couple different ones. I'm going to settle here on probably the biggest one as far as interdivision rivals go. Eagles and Cowboys. These two teams do not like each other. Um, It's looking at two high-powered offenses, and the Cowboys have a little bit of a path here to take the NFC East from the Eagles, um, which would mean – possibility of a one seed so and the cowboys have been unstoppable at home this year uh so i'm i'm really looking forward to this matchup i wish it was like a primetime game sunday night football or something like that but that's all right it's the 325 game it's pretty much a standalone i don't think the other games in that time slot are very good so i will be locked in on cowboys eagles it should be a fun one the Chiefs Bills is a three o'clock game as well. Oh, you can really? get that double screen up. Yep. Yeah. Thank goodness for YouTube for TV. That. Yep. Multi multi screen. Multi screen. 
that's been my jam here lately. Even with the four boxes, and I'm kind of squinting a little bit, but then I'm like, oh, I can just squint over this way to this top left box to watch a different game while the commercial's <laughs> on the bottom right box. Yeah. No, it's so, good, but yeah, you get good feature. Yep, for sure. Um, yeah, so I'll go ahead and kick off the next one. I was kind of joking with this, but kind of not. Uh, we already kind of we talked about the Titans already. The big thing for me with the Dolphins is. And so Monday night game, I'm surprised it didn't get flexed out. Titans at the Dolphins. Questions for everybody. Can the Dolphins win out? Can Tyreek Hill win MVP? Um, like what what are, what are we thinking here? Is this going to happen? Like, I feel like so, there's a lot of pressure on the Dolphins that when they get to this point, they always kind of I feel like they are who we thought they were or what they weren't. Like, which one was it? So go ahead, Tins. Uh, I don't think they can win out because they are they still have some teams to play that are above 500. And until the before the Broncos lost last weekend, the 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 Dolphins have not beaten a team that has a above 500 record. They beat up on bad teams, um, but they yeah. have not shown they can beat a good team yet. Um, so yeah, no, I don't think they're going to win out. Uh, I think we're going to be Look, we're going to be talking about five weeks and we're going to go, oh, the Chiefs ended up with the one seed once again. And then as far as yeah. Hill winning we'll go ahead. Uh, MVP, I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll give it to him. I, the MVP has essentially come down to the uh, quarterback of the team with the best record. I think he's probably going to win offensive player of the year. Um, which sucks because I had Christian McCaffrey as a feature Friday over the summer at plus 1,600. Um, but him missing a game and breaking his touchdown streak and the Dolphins actively trying to get Tyreek Hill to break the receiving yard record is probably going to lose that for me. But, yeah, I don't think he'll win MVP, but I definitely like it. I mean, he's the favorite right now for Offensive Player of the Year. He's like a minus 175. Dang. Well, I'm going to say if you want to take a flyer, that was my flyer at plus 1,600. We've not seen... Yes, we have not seen a position not quarterback dominate the way that he has dominated in a really long time. People bring up like domination of the wide receiver going back to Randy Moss when Randy Moss was playing... Like, it's different skill sets. Like, you have a speedster against athleticism, but I'm talking nobody can stop him even when they game plan. He cannot be stopped. So that was my flyer uh, for that. But, um, yeah, that's my matchup of the week. Zach, did you have a a matchup? Uh, I don't. I am. Uh, I've taken a stance that I'm not going to comment too much on NFL games because I don't know anything about them uh, overall. And so my take is, no, I don't have a matchup of the week. My matchup of the week is my matchup of the week is um, Army Navy. <laughs> what a matchup! Matchup for the for the ages. <laughs> the only Beautiful. college football game on this weekend. It's Love kind it. of a, a sick spot to be in though, because imagine the ratings on that come like on this weekend compared to an average week where there actually are all the other games. So many people watch that game. 
Yeah, I'm surprised not more like conferences, like small, like you know, Maction takes over like the Tuesday, Wednesday yeah. games, and people get a lot of views because they want to watch football on the weekdays. I'm surprised you don't see more of this where people will try to like conferences or games, smaller schools even will try to play on this weekend. So maybe we'll see that down the road. I don't know. Who knows? Could be. Okay. So my best bet. We ready for some best bets, everybody? Yeah, let's get it. I'll I'll kick us off. My best bet is going to be Bills at the Chiefs under 48 and a half points at minus 129. I bought this up to get six touchdowns and two field goals. Uh, on paper, everyone sees the two teams have high power. What? What's the, what's the, what's the, what's the oh, no, I'm trying. I'm nope. That's my best bet. I found something else for the parlay. So, uh, we're going to, yeah. I I'm I'm going to stick with this for the under. Apparently, a lot of te- a lot of people are on the under. It makes sense because guess what? These two teams are garbage against the over. The total has gone under in four of Buffalo's last five games. The total has gone under in ten of Buffalo's last thirteen games on the road, and the total has gone under in seven of Kansas City's last eight games at home. So it's trending on the under. It makes sense for the under. Watch the whole public take the under, and it's a shootout. You think that this is going to be a shootout. Some people do. I I could see it easily going either way, but I'm going to go under 48.5 at minus 129 as my uh, best bet. No, I, I love that pick. I think the Chiefs – defense has been playing very well they've been the better unit of the team so far this year their defense has really probably won them a few games and you know it's just tough you would think a team like the buffalo bills with such a generational quarterback like josh allen would be an over team they'd score and score and score and score and score but you know 10 of their last 13 games on the road have gone under couldn't be my quarterback um anyway any other points you wanted to add there Mason. No, that was it. I appreciate it. (laughs) Well, I am also on this game for my best bet, and I am taking Chiefs minus two and a half. Uh, The Chiefs have won 11 straight games following a loss. These guys do not go on losing streaks. Um, Patrick Mahomes also uh, is is a great – he's a money-making machine, anything under three points. In his career, he's hitting at 67% uh, covering those spreads. So he, they don't always do so well as a big favorite, but anything from underdog to minus three, and he's hitting at 67%, that's I'll, that's well above making money. Because um, if you hit 52% of the time as a better, you're making money. Um, I will take Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes against – a coaching staff that I have no faith in, in Sean McDermott. Um, and the, like I was talking about for Mason's under the bill, or I'm sorry, the Chiefs defense has been playing very well all season. Josh Allen is still leading the league in turnovers. So this is just a recipe for the Chiefs to have a bounce back game and kind of flex their muscles of, hey, we're still the number. There's a lot of talk going on of every team coming for the one seed. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is open about how he 
listens to all this kind of stuff and he feeds off of it, I think he's going to sh- come out and show everybody that they're still the team to beat in the AFC. And I also love this spread because the Bills team has not covered a spread in seven of their last eight games. Mm. So this is just a team that is terrible. And Vegas keeps propping them up and giving them more credit than they deserve. I will take Patrick Mahomes as a small favorite any day of the week. Beautiful. All right. So is it parlay time? Let's hit it. Let's 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 do reverse of what we did last weekend. Let's hit it. Exactly. All three legs. All three legs. <laughs> that includes you, Zach. <laughs> All right. So I'll kick us off just to uh, give Zach some time. Uh, I'm going to go with, and I'm wavering back and forth on money line or spread. I'm confident. But just to give us a little wiggle room, I'm going to go with Minnesota Vikings money line instead of the points against a not so good Raiders team. Yep. The Vikings are coming off of a bye. They can, this is, they had hit the wall, came back to reality. No, we're good. Had a nice bye week, rest up, Josh Dobbs. Thank you. It is mine. Thank you, Zach. That's right. He's good. So, the Vikings, real quick, the Vikings are 5-0-1 against the spread on the road. So they have been incredible on the road this week. Guess what? We get the extra points because we're taking money line. Um, they are 6-1 and one in their last seven games against the spread. It's pretty good. So they're cashing it on the spread. I feel good with this team. Uh, Jefferson's coming back. Is he actually coming back? I was going to ask that question. This week? It uh, looked like he's coming back. Wow. Big. Just a little bit. Um, It's not. Okay. I shouldn't have said he is, but it's looking like it's trending in that direction. You heard it here first, folks. If he practices. Yeah. If he practices Friday, Friday is the big day for uh, um, game status. Like that's the one you kind of have to turn it in one way or the other. If you see that he's a full participant on Thursday and he's a full participant on Friday, chances are he's going to play on Sunday. So, I that's that's I was going to point that out too. I think he is going to come back. That'll be a big boost for their offense. And I that's do all think Dobbs needed right there. Yeah, I think he just. I think the Raiders' little magical win after they fired their coach, and it's like they're coming back down the earth of being a terrible team who's starting Aiden O'Connell at wide receiver or at quarterback. Um, <laughs> he's not very good. So yeah, I definitely I, I would have rocked with you with Vikings minus three, but I'll take the money line is. Just give us, you know, no hooks, no ladders, no none of we've that. We've been sw- we've been sweating some bets, especially specifically ones I've been taking. So let's just get the money line. Uh, Justin Jefferson uh, is going up against the Las Vegas Raiders defense, who has allowed the seventh highest catch rate at sixty seven point one percent to opposing wide receivers this season. I think he's going to tear it up against them. I think Josh Jobs is going to. He's got the buy. They'll go in, get the win. That's my bet. Lock it in, baby. Lock it in. Lock it in. Well, I'm not taking a money line here. Uh, I'm not even moving a line. I think this this line is set wrong. Um, this wow. whole this whole this is another story of a backup quarterback who's getting a lot of love and 
is getting on my nerves. It's Tommy DeVito character just because he's Italian and he does this with his hands. <laughs> he grew up 12 miles from the Giants facility, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. You're not a good quarterback. You were so bad at Syracuse that you had to transfer to Illinois to start. Um, mm. You're garbage. Got so uh, I'm taking the Green Bay Packers. I'm not moving the line. I'm sitting at six and a half. I think the Packers are coming on strong here. Jordan Love has kind of figured it out. Him and his young playmaking offensive weapons are clicking. And so I'm going to take minus six and a half. As the line moved to seven, I see you're smirking. No, uh, that game is on December 11th. Huh? That game is on Monday, December 11th. Oh, no. That is. I scrolled too far. No, that's this Monday. That's this Monday. Mason. Is there a double. Is there a double? Yeah, is there's there a double, double Monday night double, game. Double okay. Monday night. Yeah. Dang, Mason, tough look. <laughs> I was just making sure that you knew that. That's mm. all. Okay. Yeah, second guessing myself out here. All you right. Just crop all that. I've got my bet, everybody. Okay, he's ready. I was also giving Zach a little more. I will. Time. I will tell you. Tens helped me out with this bet beforehand. I uh, I liked it. I liked his thought process. So here here's what I'm taking. Uh, we're trying to take something safe here. We after own three, we're, we're trying we're trying to get something going. So here's what I'm taking. Um, 49ers Seahawks line is at ten and a half right now. Uh, 49ers quickly. 49ers looked very good against the Eagles. 49ers look like a very good football team right now. Uh, how do you guys feel about the Brock Purdy for MVP conversation? Uh, you know he's a very good point guard. That's maybe for later. I don't know. Um, it's, it's been an interesting conversation happening. <clears throat> so I am taking, sorry for the clear my throat again, Mason. I'm taking 49ers, not at 10 and a half. I think that's a little bit aggressive. That's a lot of points. I think I'm going to take it. I'm going to tease it down to six and a half. So we get, uh, we get the hook there at seven. So I'm going to take 49ers minus six and a half Seahawks reeling a little bit. Uh, 49ers looking dominant. It's at San Francisco. So I feel good about at least a touchdown there. That's I'm a good in pick, love with that bet. Ten's helping me with that one, everybody. I'm I'm taking ten and a half. I think the 49ers right now are playing on a top tier level, and I'm not a Geno Smith guy whatsoever. Hates Geno Smith. Hates him. I'm He's, just worried about the. That. I'm just worried about the back door a little bit on that. Uh, ten and a half. That's a big number. Listen, but... you lock your back door and you're fine. <laughs> just that's what I've it. always said. Okay, so I did calculate it up for us, and it is plus 361, everybody. 361. Mm, nice safe bet. Vikings, money line. Packers, minus 6.5. 49ers, minus 6.5. At plus 361. That is our parlay. This is the bounce back week, everybody. Bouncing back. I love that. Plus 361. Come on. That's... Th- almost four times your money, baby. Talk about return on investment. That's what yeah. we do here. That's what we do. All right, that's a pod. That's, that's a, pod. a pod. I'll wrap us up. We appreciate you guys listening to us. 
We have a uh, awesome Messing Around Monday episode cooked up for y'all. We'll be talking about uh, just some fun things, press release, holiday stuff, mm. some shenanigans. You know, we always love a good Hot shenanigan. Rates. Yeah. Uh, so just check us out. Check us out on social media. And uh, you guys have a great rest of the weekend. 